Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And on this episode, I gave you Sin City. Yeah, man, Frank Miller. Yeah. Uh, I was really, uh, really surprised, man. And um, you know what's crazy? When I watched this movie the first, like, time, I think it was at the drive-in. It was either the drive-in or Bugs, because really? I was working there. So I probably had both. Like, mm-hmm. I probably saw it, and then we probably got it there. Um, I didn't know this was a comic book movie. You did for the for the for the for a while. Like when I read comics, like it was strictly Marvel and DC. Like, um, anything like independent other than like Ninja Turtles, like I didn't really pay attention to. Like Hellboy, like I knew that Hellboy was a comic, but like never read any of them. Right. This is kind of like one of those like Watchmen. I thought Watchmen was just like completely made up superheroes. Like I had no idea that that it had a whole comic series and everything from DC. Like, <laughs> yeah, same. Um, I don't. I can't remember how I came across this movie. I think it was one of those times I was working at Walmart and the new movies came out and I seen Sin City. I'm like, oh, this looks fun because I still have the original copy with the slip cover that I bought when it first came out. DVD. I think I have that same one, probably not from I didn't for when it first came out, but yeah. like I probably bought it somewhere <laughs> down the line. I have both of them. I have this one and I have a Dame to Kill for. I still haven't seen that one, so. It's uh it's I won't say it's as good as this one. Like that's probably like the one I had watched more recent was a Dame to Kill for. Mm-hmm. And I thought after watching it, I was like, you know what? I think I like that more than the first one. But watching this one again, I was like, nah, the first one's better. Yeah. But it's uh, it's got a great fucking cast. Man. Oh, it's like, got an endless class. Well, I was going to say, like, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, him and Frank Miller directed this, which... And Quentin Tarantino. Guest that I director. Did not, that I didn't know about. I just realized that, like I said, when I watched the opening credits, I was like, when the fuck did he come in and do this? Right. Like, But that's cool. Uh, but him and because uh, th- I think they did that grindhouse shit right yeah. after this, so like they were already teaming up. They were getting ready for it. Mm-hmm. I need to get that. But I think that's like one of the only Tarantino movies I don't have is Death Proof. Death Proof. I have Planet Terror. Oh, I see. But I know they have a combo pack with them too, yeah. with both of them, and I want to get it. Um, but yeah, so I watched this. I bought it, and then I watched it, and. I just realized, well, I didn't just realize, but at the time I realized, like, I'm a sucker for style. I love super stylized films. Oh, this movie, like, kills it. Like, not only the noir aspect of, like, the uh, dialogue, but the way it's shot. It's Mm -hmm. almost like a comic book. Well, that's kind of the reason I picked this is because I'm in this, like, crime noir mood of movies. This is, like, the peak noir because it takes every noir trope and kind of like turns it up to 11 <laughs> well frank miller's a fucking fantastic um he's one of the best comic book writers like right. is that accurate I, I i agree um some people don't like his style um the dark gritty yeah like some people feel like you know damn there's never any sunshine in frank miller stories but like it's kind of like what you go for mm-hmm. this is what you're coming for is is the grit in the yeah. dark um I love his Wolverine. I love his Daredevil. I love his Batman. Like any character he's ever done, he knocks it out of the fucking park. Didn't he do a uh, Man Without Fear? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one graphic novel that I sat down and I read obsessively. So I'm saying, like any any superhero he does is fucking amazing. And the Sin City comics are good too. Mm-hmm. Now that later on I've gone back and read some of them. Yeah, the interesting one about Sin City is it was a graphic novel comic book. 
but it's not necessarily an adaptation. It's almost a shot for shot. Yeah. Of the graphic novel. So you definitely tell that Frank Miller had his hands on this because like, he was like, I don't give a shit. It's going to be exactly how I want it. Well, no, they brought him in because they wanted that. Right. Yeah. They, Robert Rodriguez was like, I want you here to help me sh- make this as accurate as possible. I bet it was crazy. Like, I also like how it's all these different stories pulled into one. Mm-hmm. And every now and then you'll have like, they do the same thing in the second one. You know, you'll pull, a character from here and there, like Marv. It's like, cause the second one takes place before the first one. Oh, really? Well, I, I'm well, assuming to, because Marv, because Marv is... Marv's alive in it yeah. and he, he comes and helps out Josh Brolin. The only thing that kind of is weird for me is I'm pretty sure that Josh Brolin is playing Clive Owen's character in the second one. Yeah. But why couldn't they just get Clive Owen? Like, I think Clive Owen didn't want to do it. Is that what it was? I, I remember seeing that somewhere is like, I just heard Clive Owen didn't come back for this. I don't know the reason why. Well, Josh Brolin does a good job, but like yeah. they even kind of like write it into the story. Like he has, get, he gets like plastic surgery and shit, mm-hmm. but they make it look just like Clive Owen. Like <laughs> you can't hover that jaw, but yeah. yeah. I was thinking about this because, so this came out in 2005. You couldn't do this again. In, so. in this era of movie making, I don't think you they could get this done again on this level, on this budget. How much was the budget for this? It was forty million dollars, but it was like a huge hit. Oh, I mean, you got but, some, you got some people out here that that, that they get some money too. So mm-hmm. I feel like this is like almost like an art house film, yeah. but there's a huge cast. Like you can run down it. Like I had to pull it up because there's so many people in this movie. Mickey Rourke, Clive Owen, Bruce Willis, Jessica Alba. Um, you know, it just goes on and on. Rosario Dawson was on the come up too. Like yeah, she yeah, was yeah. she was white hot during this time. She mm-hmm. did Clerks Two after this. Like she was she was called a Benicio del Toro's great in it. Like everybody that's in this movie does good, whether it's a little part or a big part. Right. The uh the opening scene. Yeah, Josh Hartnett like shows up for five minutes in this movie yeah. and kills it. Like <laughs> probably some of his best acting. I think so too. And I think he took like six years off after this. Until <laughs> he made oh. that werewolf show or whatever. You know what's funny? We keep doing movies with Michael Clark Duncan in it. Like I never realized how many movies he pops up in. I love him in this movie. I though. do too. He's so good. Um but yeah, the budget was forty million dollars and worldwide grossed hundred and sixty million. So it was a huge hit. Yeah. For for the type of movie. But that's what I was saying. I don't think this could be done again with like this many actors and this style. And Well, you know, it's crazy because they did the spirit not too long after this. I heard and it, bombed. it bombed hard, yeah. dude. And uh, everybody said, what's the difference? It looks the same, you know, like, but the story. <laughs> story is a big difference. Right. So how was your rewatch of Sin City? Because this is one of those movies I feel like people watch once and it lives in their head, but they'd never go back and rewatch it. Yeah, it's because, I mean, it is a two hours. It doesn't, I don't feel like it drags too bad, but, um, you know, I, you almost think you're watching a Zack Snyder comic book movie because you're like, fuck, this is long. Yeah. But uh, having the three different stories intertwined kind of like helps it move along. Yeah, it's almost four because they go back to Bruce Willis at the end, you know. Which also ties in Nancy, which like that's what like to me Hardigan is the heart of that. That and uh, Marv. Mickey. I was gonna say Marv this is, is probably my favorite Mickey Rourke movie. Yeah, honestly, like, I was gonna say I love him as Marv, 
and the makeup they do on him is fucking perfect. The band-aids, dude. Like, he became, like, one of the biggest uh, pop culture, you know, icons after this movie. Like, everybody mm-hmm. was, like, dressing up as Marv for Halloween yeah. and uh, get the action figures and shit. Like, Mickey Rourke killed this movie. Like, it's just, like, the way he delivers his lines are just, it's just so good. Like, I always think about that part in my mitts. Like, I love that shit. He counts it as part of the fucking tools yeah. because they are. They're <laughs> deadly. Fuck it. I'm going to kill you slow. He makes you want to smoke cigarettes, too. Like, I know. I was thinking the same it. thing. Like, I was like, fuck, I want to start smoking. He's just, like, the all-around badass. Like, <laughs> when he jumps through that fucking windshield of that cop car, it's like samurai kicks these fucking cops. I'm just like, this dude is a badass. <laughs> jumps out of a three-story fucking window. Yeah, like, he's, like, indestructible. Yeah, they shoot him in the fucking head. He just takes a nap. <laughs> bounces back. Like, who the <laughs> fuck is this guy? Right. Um, also, shout out to Elijah Wood playing the creepiest fucking part in the history of movies. Like, yeah, I have to, I have to agree. Yeah, yeah, you, you almost forget the motherfucker was in Lord of the Rings and shit. Like that's how fucking sinister he plays this fucking part. Doesn't say a word. Yeah, like Harry Potter nightmare fuel. Like the glasses, everything. He's wearing a fucking Charlie Brown sweater when he's doing it. Like <laughs> just the whole vibe is fucking nightmare fuel. Um, fun fact. Uh, Mickey Rourke and him never saw each other until after the movie came out because of the way it was shot. Oh, so none wow. of those were ever like together, shot together. That's insane, yeah. dude. That's crazy. Yeah, because this whole movie was shot on a green screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can tell. Isn't this like one of the first movies that did that? I think that? so, yeah. Like they shot the whole movie on a green screen. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but it does look good. Oh, like, it's so it, it much does. style. And I love the pops of color, like oh, uh, the blood and shit, like blood that's what makes or eyes yeah. or like a uh, woman's lips. Oh yeah, Goldie's hair, man, mm-hmm. it pops. Um, but we start off the movie with uh, with Detective Hardigan, which is played by Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. It's his last day on the job. He's got a bum ticker. Yep, he's uh, not by his not his choice. Doctor's orders. Yep. And uh, this like is a good bounce back movie for Bruce Willis, in my opinion. Like, we are the unofficial Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck podcast. Apparently. And, uh, you know, I, that's another reason why I like this movie so much. Cause I figured you wouldn't be mad about this pick because of that. Well, well, I just feel like later in his career, like, you know, he didn't do a lot of hits. But this one, I feel like. I think this is his last alley-oop. <laughs> that he's not like the main character. Like, he has a couple movies where he's good that he, he, he just pops up or he's not like the main guy. But right. like. As far as like where he's still the 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 main protagonist and it's good, mm-hmm. yeah, it's debatable. <laughs> I like the diehards, but not everybody loves them. And uh, I also liked the uh, Death Wish remake from Eli Roth. I thought it was cool. Uh, it was a nice little switch. The hardest sell in the movie is trying to believe that Bruce Willis is a surgeon, but like. <laughs> Yeah, you would go to fucking, you would go to the doctor to get the surgery done. He walks in, you're like, can I get somebody else? I don't know. This can't be like the most qualified guy on, on, the, on right. the floor. Right, right. <laughs> Nurse, <laughs> don't put me under. I don't trust this guy. Uh, yeah, he pulls out like a fucking, a huge knife. And you're like, you're not going to use that you're gonna on me. Fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I was like, uh, in that movie, Trainwreck. With Bill Hader, he's like been up all night arguing with Amy Schumer, and he's supposed to do knee surgery on Amari Stoudemire. And uh, he's like, oh, like, 
wore out shit. And he starts drawing. He's like, what we're going to do is make a small decision right here. He's like, doc, doc, calm down, Amari. I'm just going to explain the procedure to you. He's like, doc, that's the wrong knee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry about that. He's like, you good? <laughs> You're about to do a surgery on me, but you good? And he like tries to like leave, but like he's all doped up and shit. So right. Like, he's like falling down and shit. It's funny. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I know you're not a huge a- Amy Schumer fan. But. I think I saw Trainwreck and I like didn't hate it. Bill Hader is great at it. Yeah. I like Bill Hader. Yeah, I liked, I, I think I watched it and I think I didn't hate it. I was like, and, I, and then I tried to tell the wife, I was like, you know that movie Trainwreck's not terrible? She's like, I'm not going to watch it because Amy Schumer's in it, so. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of her stand-up by any means because like, I've heard of her. It's hacky and stolen. Yeah, they say and, a lot of people say she steals jokes and stuff, which mm-hmm. I get. Um, but I I just but don't find it funny. But she's not a bad actress, I don't feel like. uh I'm not going to say every movie she's the, done is great. Like that. I feel pretty like I didn't really like that one. But uh, but the thing is, she's a one trick pony. Oh, I'm so slutty and I'm so but like, she's got like such a foul mouth and it's still hilarious to be coming out of a woman. Like, uh, and the way she does it, it's like different than Melissa McCarthy. Like she's just like and it's like you said, the fact that like, yeah, I might be hoish, but like, I don't care. But that's she has no range outside of that. Like. And then she's like a shitty person to people outside of. Her. I think that's why Trainwreck's so great because it's like not much act. Like she's just playing herself. Yeah. Like except she's not a stand-up comedian. Right. Yeah, she's a fucking uh, journalist or some <laughs> shit. But uh, I remember not hating it. So that was like one of the. I like that one with her, and I like the one with her and Goldie Hawn when they're like uh, they're on vacation and they get like fucking kidnapped and shit. That one's pretty good. I didn't see that. I I try to not watch Amy Schumer's movies on purpose. I I, I I'm there too. I don't know why. I think my wife likes her. And I've always liked Goldie Hawn, but uh, we watched it. I, I don't even remember where we went and saw it at, but I know we went and saw it. Yeah. And we actually ended up liking it. <laughs> it's just, yeah. But, um. Oh, I was just thinking, sorry, it just popped into my head who... Uh, Amy Schumer's not in this movie. I don't she's know not why. in this movie, but they're... Uh, what's her name? Murphy. Oh, Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy's in this, and every time I see her, I get so sad, sad. dude, for real. Because she's not even playing like a like an uplifting part at all. (laughs) But I just loved her as an actress. Like she did so good every time I saw her. Like one of the last movies she did too. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I watched Eight Mile not too long ago, and I I was like, oh, yeah, she's not alive anymore. Yeah, because I forgot she was in this, and she popped up. I was like, oh. Yeah, she plays uh, Clive Owen's old lady. Well. New girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Benicio's good, though. So Benicio Del Toro wanted to put on makeup, and um, Robert Rodriguez didn't want him to. And he's like, it'll be okay. So he put on all this makeup, and then Quentin Tarantino, he's like, it kind of works. It works. So <laughs> all that makeup is just him just going method, I guess. Which he's great at. He's so good in this movie playing a creep. I think out of like, if we were talking about like top five underrated, underappreciated actors, I feel like Benicio's got to be at the top of that list. I just watched Sicario. I fucking love the Sicarios, both of them. I didn't see the second one. It's good. uh, It's good. But the first one, so good. And he's so good in it. He really is, man. He's another one like. The uh, thing is, is he's so subtle. He's so under. I've seen, him, I've seen him play any kind of character too. Mm-hmm. Like he was good in fucking Star Wars. You know, he's in that movie for ten minutes. He's good in that. Yeah. Uh, usual Suspects. 
Sicario's uh, fucking Frankie Four Fingers and Snatch, bro. Like, right. It doesn't matter if he's in it for five minutes or the whole fucking thing. Like, he just knocks it out of the park every That's time. That's what I was going to say. You can't tell me a Benicio Del Toro role where he's bad. You're just like, oh, that sucks. That was shit. Yeah, it's not, it's not out there. And if you try to convince me otherwise, I'll prove you wrong. For sure. But anyway. But, yeah, I mean, he just, yeah, he's one of those guys. Yes. Uh, so anyway, so Hargan, it's his last day on the job, and he goes in to stop uh, a senator's son who's into kidnapping kids and hurting them. and Making know. them scream. Yeah, that's that was kind of dark. Yeah, Frank Miller goes there. Yeah, as- a lot in this movie. <laughs> It's like, oh, what are the things that are like the worst things in humanity? Like, all right, we're going to put them all in here. Yeah. Literally, Frank there's cannibalism. There's, you know, murder, you know, all kinds of shit. Like, but I think that's what the point of it is. It is called oh, Sin, Sin City. City yeah. yeah. So you have the worst of humanity living in the city. Right. And even the way it's broke down, like you have the rich have like these skyscrapers they live in. And then like they have all the hookers in their own part of town. Mm-hmm. Like they just run that shit, which is Kind of crazy, like the cops don't even go there. What do they call it? Fun Town or fucking? I forgot what they called it, but like it, it's like nothing. It's like an army of hookers. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the hottest, like most dangerous place ever. <laughs> yeah, they'll take care of you. Old Town is that what? Old Town. Yeah, old I town, think it's yeah. Old Town because yeah, they're like uh, they'll make your wildest dreams come true, but if you cross them, they'll kill you. You'll never see something again. Yeah, you'll like, you'll yeah, never yeah. leave again. Definitely woman empowering. Yeah. Um. So he gets to him and he gets shot, but uh, Bruce Willis is a fucking gangster, even with a bum ticker. Mm-hmm. You know, he takes a couple and he ends up shooting this dude's arm off, shoots him in the dick, which was very satisfying. And uh, shout out to my boy um, Michael Madsen yeah, yeah, popping yeah. up in this for five minutes, <laughs> playing the shitty partner. Like, you just knew he was going to cross this guy. Like, from the first line of dialogue Michael Madsen's like oh this guy's gonna turn on him like you just know it like, yeah. <laughs> he shoots him four times in the back and he's like don't make me kill you I'm like motherfucker what were you just trying to do like <laughs> I'm just getting your attention like <laughs> I didn't hit anything vital in those four fucking shots I just gave you you've already been shot twice you need to like, calm down you need to sit down <laughs> sit down old man that's what he tells him like uh, so Bruce Willis is like fuck you I'll get to my ankle piece. Oh, I love that. Uh, I love that line. It always stuck with me. He's like, you can't even lift that cannon, old man. I, sure I just I always. Uh, sure I can. Yeah, sure I can. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, he gets double cross and then they, uh, he has that ongoing joke about them having to sign or not ongoing joke, but ongoing storyline where they have to sign the confession, even though they didn't commit the murder. Yeah. So that's, that's how dirty politicians operate. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's like bleeding out and he like saved that little girl's life mm-hmm. and, uh, comes back later on in the movie. It's an important pot point. So you think he just dies and it's, it's a, it's a good sentiment. He's like an old man dies. A little girl gets to live fair trade. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it just shows that he was like a good guy. Right. So we cut to Marv waking up. Uh, Anytime I think of Sin City, I think of this storyline because it's like my It favorite. is the best one out of all of them, yeah. if I'm being honest. Uh, the Hardigan's probably a close second. Um, I just can't get the image of that yellow 
guy yeah. out of my head. Like you know how uh you know how he talks about the smell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't ever obviously you don't smell the smell, but like I, I almost you feel like I can feel like you can the way he describes right. it. Right. And the way that dude looks, you're just like, Oh shit. And you yeah. look like you smell you bad. You look like you smell like shit. Yeah. <laughs> so like I always like thought that, that was good. Good, good, uh, I was thinking the same thing re rewatching it when he was describing the smell. I was like, I can almost taste it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as fucked up as that is, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, we get the Marv. And, Marv uh, is a uh, pretty much like carved out of concrete. Like, that's what I think of when I look at this guy. He looks yeah. like Korg from fucking Thor. Uh, just a big bruising motherfucker, which. I didn't know Mickey Rourke was that fucking jacked. Like, he must have got fucking ripped for this movie on the roids. I know he had a lot of plastic surgery, but he probably got went crazy with the roids, too. Oh, uh, well, I yeah, know because he when was he on... did The Wrestler, man, he was fucking yacked for that, too. And Iron Man. Yeah. He was pretty pretty jacked for that. He Iron did man. all those within, like, three years of each other. Yeah, so, yeah, he's pretty, pretty jacked. Also, he was also in Once Upon a Time in Mexico, which, I mean, he wasn't doing much in it, but I remember he looked... Big, yeah. like you know, like a like that. Isn't period. it funny? There's like two uh, eras of like Mickey Rourke. There's like his old acting career before all the plastic surgery, and then after his plastic surgery, he has like a different. Because he like went into boxing for a little bit. And oh that's how, yeah, he fucked up his. That's how he got his face fucked up. That's how Manny Pacquiao's uh, coach Freddie Roach. That's how he got started. Oh really? Mickey Rourke was like, I want somebody to teach me how to box, and he's like, uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking some Hollywood, you know, motherfucker is going to come in here and waste my time. And like he said, Mickey Rourke showed up every day. Yeah. Wasn't any good. <laughs> His buddy was. And like, you know, he said, that's what got me my start. Right. And I started getting better fighters. And, you know, then he got Pacquiao and fuck. <laughs> Pacquiao was the shit for a while. It's the real deal. Yeah. And, uh, but I always thought that was crazy. Like, he's like, Mickey Rourke did that. Um, but yeah, I don't really know a lot of his movies before. Like from the eighties and shit, like where he got to start. I I don't. We'll have to do that movie. I just watched Angel Heart because it's a good movie. Yeah, and this is like it's, I think it shows him how good he was or is as an actor before all that. So, but uh, yeah, he made a good little run in the late two thousands, mm-hmm. and uh, he was back big time. And this is just like I said, this is a shining role in my opinion. I agree. Uh, so Marv knows. Pretty much who he is, but like he's kind of a fucking psych- psychopath too. He's supposed to take these pills to like keep him straight, but he's not supposed to get them. And parole officers, the only one they could get him for him, and they're not legal and shit. Like he's just all fucked up. And uh, he's not supposed to drink, but he gets fucking drunk at a strip club every night. And uh, he's got this like super cool honor code. Like he's a piece of shit, but like he doesn't like people that hurt women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I fuck up anybody that hurts women. I don't like it when they rough up dames. He's got a very classic way. It's like that, uh, like you said, like the noir detective. Yep. He's not like a detective. He's like a noir tough. Kind of reminds you of like, uh, reminds you of like Russell Crowe in LA Confidential. Oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. A fucking, just a dude that'll beat the fucking shit out of you. you know? Yeah, all rage, no. Yeah, no, no. No detective work. Just yeah, to... just we're just going to beat the fuck out of our way all the way up to the top. Right. And that's literally what he does. Yes. So many good shots of him fucking people up. I love the scene where he's dragging that guy down the fucking road in the car. And he's like, I'm having a good time. And I'm like, I believe you, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, he gets with this uh, prostitute and he like, you know, falls in love with her because like nobody's ever nice to him. He looks like a fucking nightmare. 
and uh, Elijah Wood's character, Kevin, slides in like like a fucking ghost of the night, kills her. So they frame him for it because he looks like a type of dude that would kill anybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when he starts killing half the police force. Well, he's like, she's like, did you kill any of the cops? He's like, not that I'm aware of. Like, bitch, you jumped through their windshield. It broke their fucking faces yeah, like yeah. with one kick. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're fucking dead. If Some not, of them are dead, but if they're not dead, they're not living a good life now. <laughs> breathing out of a lot of tubes and shit. Yeah, they look like you now. <laughs> but uh, so he goes and sees his parole officer, and he's like, "Got any beers?" And like, that's where the running joke of like him with the fucking bandages. He's got bandages everywhere, yeah. cuts and scrapes and shit. Um. I love it. His parole officer is just a fucking babe. Oh my god! Walking around naked and the fucking her chick. Yeah, and I was just like, he's like, I don't know why she's a lesbian. She get any? I was like, so it looks like she can get any woman she wants too. Right. Uh, but yeah, so I guess she's got like a soft spot for Marv, and she's like, I'll look into that for you. And gives him his meds. Yeah, because her girlfriend is a psychiatrist, so that's how he gets the she gets the meds to give to him. And yeah, he's just like eating them by like handfuls at a time. He's like, you got any brews? And she's like, I'm not giving you alcohol. <laughs> so he leaves there and goes straight to the bar. Because it's a shithole and that's where a shithole people go. Yeah. So he's sitting there and that's where we get our first. You know what I realized too watching it this time around, man? This was like Jessica Alba at the height of, yeah. her, of her powers. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, going back and seeing some of the movies she's in, she's just not that great an actress. Like, no, she popped up a lot in the early 2000s, but... She did the Fantastic Fours mm-hmm. and this. Uh, she did the second one, too, which uh, I don't know. She acted a little bit more in that one, but she is smoking hot, though. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things that, like, there's a lot more. Uh, I would say a lot more, but there's there's men out there that I feel like if they weren't like cover boy look likes, like they wouldn't be famous. Like Ryan Gosling. Channing Tatum. Like, <laughs> I feel like Channing Tatum is funny, though. Like, his comedy. But if he was ugly, he wouldn't be funny enough. Think about it. I guess, but... Like, he's not so funny. He's that using like, what he has. He's funny and he's good looking. So. No, he's only making, he's only funny because you're not used to seeing a good looking guy do that shit. <laughs> That's why it's funny. Like, good looking people don't make fun of themselves. That's why it's so funny. Like, if he was ugly or just like a normal looking guy, it wouldn't be that good, bro. He's I'm a good dancer, you. too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like, like watching stuff up. God damn it. Fucking magic Mike, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if this fucking guy didn't break dance, but he wouldn't even have made those movies because nobody's going to put an ugly looking fucking guy. I don't care how good you dance. You're going to be one of the backups. You're going to be one of the guys in the crew. You're going to be like Kevin Federline. You're in the back dancing, bro. You're not going to be up front. I don't know why I'm shitting on Chandy Taylor so right? hard right now, but like, I've always felt like that guy wasn't good looking. He would never have been famous. And I still believe that. I still do. Ryan Gosling's right up there with him. No, I think Ryan Gosling's a great actor. He's got some. He's shows the. He's got. He's had some movies uh, lately that I kind of think he's a good actor. But like, I was literally watching uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine before you came over. I love that movie. I still haven't seen it. I own it. Dare I, I say it's it. better than the original? It's been a forever since I watched the first Blade Runner. Yeah, I, I need to watch them both like back to back. Maybe well, I'll do both episodes on it just to for funsies. Right. They're both noir movies, so. Uh, and any excuse to watch Harrison Ford, you know. <laughs> but uh, so Marv pretty much tortures his way to where he gets an address. Well, he goes, yeah, to a farm. Mm-hmm. Blows a 
blows a priest away in the church. Are we there yet? Yeah. I mean, all we did was... Oh, 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 when he was doing his confession. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. He's like the last guy. Dude, I I didn't want to jump over this, but when he's dumping that dude's head in the toilet, there's definitely shit lost. Yeah. (laughs) And I just, I don't know if I've ever noticed that before, but that dude literally had shit floating around his face. (laughs) Yeah, I think when I first watched it, I said, I think I seen a turd in there. And then I watched it. I was like, there's definitely a turd in there. I don't know. I just never paid attention before, but I was just like, damn, that is a massive shit. (laughs) When he's just shoving this dude's head down that toilet. And then he kind of like waterboarded him at the same time. I was like, that's creative, bro. Like, not not everybody would do that. Mostly they just push you down, you know? Mm-hmm. He was fucking dipping him in. Like, but he's strong as fuck, too. So, yeah. I guess that does a little bit. But <laughs> I just couldn't get over those fucking logs. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was a funny little surprise. So, <laughs> he, gets the, he gets the address to the farm. Right. And uh, he tries to like, slide up, and Elijah Wood's right waiting on him. Fuck. And he's like, nobody's able to sneak up on Nobody me. Nobody sneaks up on me. This motherfucker did. And uh, that's why I was I thought it was so crazy that, like, they have two big fight scenes. Like, how are they not there? Yeah. Like, it's the way Elijah Wood kind of, like, jumps around. He's more, like, quick cuts than... Yeah, it's true. Um, And I think it looks so badass when it shows, like, the gleam off his glasses when he like pulls his little fucking nails out he's like but yeah he... so i never really understood like what elijah's character is i know he's a cannibal right he eats people but he just feels so like supernatural i mean this movie is kind of silly and all over the place but well that's the thing about the characters like they're not like heroes and villains so much it's just like they all have different abilities kind of yeah. like uh, Marv is the tough guy that can like not right. be killed almost. And uh you know Hardigan, like, dude, who takes that many fucking shots other than fifty cent and walks away. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Um The Yellow Bastard. You know, like it's just like super supernatural elements, I guess. Yeah. Uh Clive Owen talking to a fucking dead body for twenty minutes. You know, what true, it's yeah. just like little things that like Um, fun fact that that scene is the one Quentin Tarantino directed. Oh, with, yeah. Uh, them in the car. That's good shit. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get caught. <laughs> but yeah, fucking Elijah Wood does such a good job in this movie as the little creepy right. so grasshopper. They, they kidnap him, or they, they take Marv down to the basement, and they got his parole officer down there. She's like, oh, is all this worth it, Marv, for a fucking whore? Like, I didn't know she was a whore. It doesn't matter. He was nice to me. And like, he's getting ready to like, he's, he's like pulling on the bars, you know? Like he's going to yank them off. And you're just like, all right, bro, cut shit, chill out. Like, but then Elijah Woods just like taking an E, listening to everything, which is creepy as shit. And uh, a fucking limo pulls up. Beep, beep. And uh, you just see him kind of sleek off. Very, very crazy. Slinks off into the car, and then the, the just seeing him, he's like, "I got a name and a face," and he yanks the fucking bars off that shit. It's pretty cool. He'll let you know, like, yeah, bars about to fuck some shit up. So he gets out of there, and then of course they escape, and the cops come, and they check the house. They're not in it, and then that's when the uh, his parole officer thinks she's about to 
fucking defuse the situation. Like, I just wanted to know, like, they just, you just watch the motherfucker suck the meat off your bones. Is what she said, like, because she's yeah, missing her a fingers, hand. Yeah. She's missing a hand when he gets there. And uh, so what part of this lets you believe that they were going to let you walk away from that shit? <laughs> Not to mention the fucking police captain gets out with fucking full tribal face tattoos and shit. Just looks like a fucking bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, what about that felt safe? <laughs> like, I'm just going to step out here. Nah, don't worry about it. I knocked the fuck out. Good. Yeah. Uh, this guy got shot in the face earlier and took it like a champ. It was in my bathroom, just putting a bandaid on it. But I hit it one time with this fucking forty-five, and he's out. He's out. He's cold. out cold. Um, they oozy her ass, fill her up like Swiss cheese. It's kind of cold, cold blooded. So my boy gets a hatchet off the wood, off a stump, and goes to work on these cops. Fucking leaves the dude. That's a nice look. That's another good part I like about that. Oh, the coat keeps going for coat for coat, man. <laughs> That's a good looking coat. That's a good looking coat. You're bleeding all over it. Yeah. Fucking kills that hit, man, dude. I was pretty fucked up. That's another thing, man. Like, if you know that he's going to kill you, and you're going to either give up the information or tell him, like, yo, I don't know. I guess I'm not one to be tortured. So I'm probably just going to say, like, yo, I'm going to give you this information. Shoot me in the fucking head. Like, just put me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give you the information and torture me. A lot of these guys lost a lot of body parts that weren't necessary. Like... (laughs) You want to prove that you're a fucking tough guy before you die? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I just kept thinking that, like, he's just like, I'm going to have to really get nasty here in a minute. And I'm like, damn, bro, you just fucking shot him in the dick. Like, <laughs> how much nastier are you going to get? All right. But that's uh, another part of what makes his character so good. Yeah, he loves to fucking brutalize, torture, fuck some people up. If they've, If it, like, goes against his honor code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets away and uh, he uh, that's when he thinks he sees Goldie again, but it's her twin sister, Wendy. Yeah. She fucks him up. She sh- does she shoot him in the head and yeah. then he just doesn't die? Oh, it's kind of like a graze, I guess. Oh, okay. She shoots him in the arm and then in the, like, the head, but that's what I'm saying. Like, this dude's not fucking normal. I love the part they take him back, tie him up, and then like beat his ass, questioning him. She's smacking the fucking shit out of him with that fucking hand cannon, bro. It's like a three fifty seven or some (laughs) shit. And he is, she's just working him. Yeah, he's spitting up blood, laughing and shit. Like, (laughs) and he just throws the knots over. She's like, I tie knots. That's my fucking specialty. Shout out to Rosario Dawson. She was just banging hot in this movie. Mm She is uh, all kinds of trouble that I want a piece of. Uh, she's like the leader of like the hookers too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she just wears stockings and oh, it's, it's great. like a two piece. Just so great. Uh, all those girls really. Um, so, anyways, so he like recruits her, and they stop off, and he gets a bunch of rubber wire, uh, rubber tubing, and razor wire, and hat. Uh, he already had the hatchet. Yeah. But it's like, like you said, he's talking about all the shit he's got, and then he's like, in my mitts. And it's like, yo, that, that right there's the equalizer. So he sneaks up on Kevin, or sets a trap for Kevin, and uh, he finally catches him, and like, it just shows you how fucking sinister Elijah Wood's character is. Ties this motherfucker up, and lets this wolf eat him from the fucking feet up. Mm-hmm. And he don't make a sound. Yeah, not a peep. He smiles the whole time. 
Like, Even when I finished the job, and the, he said that the butts had his fill and his guts are laying everywhere. Very graphic, very detailed. Uh, I love the narration, by the way. Each yeah. character narrating their own story that mm-hmm. adds to it, I think. Yeah. Um, it's that noir thing that it is cool. carries over. Um, so, yeah, he takes Kevin's head up there to the priest, the, the head priest. And uh, he was a good boy. <laughs> that was even more scary. Like, is this you think of this dude's gonna like beg for his life or be like, bro, I got money, I got power, I can get you off, whatever. He don't even try to like fight it, dude. Yeah. He's just like, so now you've come to kill an old fart. He's like, the killing I'm not gonna enjoy. He goes, everything leading up to it, it's gonna be a blast. <laughs> so he's just torturing the fuck out of this old man until the cops get there, inevitably. And uh they all shoot him up. Fucking 30 times he lives, of course. Yeah. He's Barf. Yeah. Which is weird because they do do that. Like, if the cops shoot a fucking suspect and they live, like, they wait for them to live. Like, they save their lives, all that. Like, if this dude's been accused of killing, like, fucking 30 people, like, would you just let him die on the operating table? Like, you know, that's what I'm saying. But, like, they do that even in real life. Like, they save them just to put them in prison. Um, I don't know why it made me think about this, but do you know the thing about Disney? That there's been no deaths on the Disney theme park. You know how they get away with that? Let's say there's an old man at Disney. And he has a heart attack. And they have to call an ambulance. They will keep doing CPR, no matter if he's dead or not. Until they're off, until the, they're premise. off the premises. So they don't have to count it as him dead. Damn. Dying on premises. House of Mouse ain't fucking yeah. around. <laughs> That's why they're billion dollar corporations. Yep. So these uh the people that work there, they are required to keep doing CPR even if they're dead. Or even if they think they're dead until they get off the premises. I heard some crazy shit the other day. I watched a video that they uh they don't have to pay taxes. Well, that's they, the whole thing is like DeSantis is like trying to take it away mm-hmm. that fucking law that they've had, like, because they own everything. They own that patch of Florida. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like they have their own little like town or whatever, but yeah, like I guess that's like a big thing now. They're trying to make them pay. Mm-hmm. They've never had to. I'm just like, fuck, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, calling it sixty years of debt. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> it's power versus power. Well, that would like, you know, it makes you wonder though because like that's half the appeal to people to come here is, is to go to Disney World and shit. So like, how much of our tourism? Is, is linked to Disney. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck ton of it. Most of it, yeah. So, State would probably be doing really good if they were getting a piece of that. Yeah, even better than they are now, because it's our main Florida attraction. That's what I thought. Either that or, like, you know... I'd say it used to be, I'd say people would go talk about, like, the Space Center and shit. I don't think people... I don't think that. people care anymore about that. It's I more mean, the beach, I think. People just, like, see that. The beach, they the Disney, beach. Miami. Miami is its own fucking little country, apparently. So it really is. <laughs> it's a lot, of, a lot of different cultures down there. Yeah. But, yeah, to keep somebody in jail. Because they wanted the confession. That's really what it, they wanted right. to keep him alive for. That's where it comes back to the whole confession thing again. <laughs> the cops don't ask questions. They're whapping him in the face with fucking Louisville's. <laughs> really just... Driving home the point that Marv is built different. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's like, every time they bring up a blood, I spin it off. Well, like, he's like, some assistant DA said that they're going to kill my mom. 
I don't broke sign it. it. Broke his arm three places. Yeah, I, I love it. when they're dragging him away. His shit's just like fucking <laughs> flailing around. Like that was cool. And uh, it's pretty fucked up going after your mom. Like, damn, <laughs> that's really all they had. Which, like, you think, like, how does a motherfucker like him have a mom? Yeah. You know how I mean? are you gonna kill her? I feel like she's built like him. Right, <laughs> and, I, and that's probably why. <laughs> He, I'm surprised he wasn't like, yeah, that bitch is tougher than me. Good yeah, all right, right, good luck. <laughs> y'all don't want to, y'all don't want to live, huh? Uh, she actually breaks in and gets him out. <laughs> that would have been cool for for Sin City Three. Barb's Bob doesn't fuck around. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, I find, he signs the confession and they put him in the electric chair. <laughs> fuck it. And they fry him and he's like, so "Is that all you got, pansies?" Spits <laughs> out some fucking blood. He's like, they cooked me a pretty good steak for my last meal. Even get through it a brew. He, I was thinking about it. He's like the man's man. Like every man that the he's man like, that every man wants to be. He's like the Marlboro man, Ron Swanson, and just like all of masculinity thrown yes, into one. Yes, he dude. is masculinity. Like, <laughs> just wrapped up into I, a person. I feel like Rambo could watch this movie and be like, oh man, I'm a puss. Yeah, right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, I think it's why we all like Marv is because we just want to be that badass. We want to be that guy one day. Yeah, protecting women and just fucking goals. Yeah. Yeah, I got shot in the face. I'm still alive. So yeah. what? You know? <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, they, they get old Marv R.I.P. And uh, then we go to uh, the next story, which is uh, Brittany Murphy, Clive Owen. Right. She is a waitress at the same bar. Watering hole. Right. I love that they keep calling it the watering hole. So, as uh, Jessica Alba, Jessica Alba is the star attraction at this place. Mm-hmm. Guys come from all over the city to see his chick shake her ass, which I could believe that. So, she is in her apartment and she just got done hooking up with Clive Owen. And her real boyfriend shows up, which is Benicio del Toro mm-hmm. and like three of his buddies. They're all cops. Well, you don't know that until well, yeah, later, yeah, later in the movie, yeah. but because he's just an you think he's just an asshole boyfriend that just beats on his right. girlfriend for pleasure. And she's like trying to get Clive Owen to like leave. And he's like, ah, I got this. And she's like, no, please just, just leave. So he goes to the bathroom and he's like in the shower. And uh, that's when Benicio comes in. What do you call him? troops? You think he keeps calling him troops? Call him troops. So. And uh they're all drinking beer, like taking over the joint. He's like, "Why are you acting this way towards me?" and shit like that. And Just trying to embarrass me in front of my, in front of my boys, in front of my friends. Yeah, he's like doing a good job of laying on that. Like he's a, he's a piece of shit. Right. I'm gonna go take a piss. The, That's rare. The poop comes in. <laughs> Clive Owen. <laughs> I thought that was just piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pisses like a river, and then Clive Owen jumps on his fucking back. It just like fucking drowns him almost. <laughs> You're making a big mistake. So did you. You didn't flush. And then he finally gets the fucking uh, waterboarding. Yeah. Finally gets the fucking flush it and lets the water out. And he's like, oh fucking. It's a good scene because he's all fucking freaking out. He's got this gun and the piss and the water and everything. And uh, Clive Owen's gone. Come on, troops. Let's go. So Clive Owen's like, I should probably let it. He's like, or Brittany Murphy's like, yeah, just let it go. Like, he left me alone and all that shit. 
Because that's what he does. He threatens him. He's like, I'm fucking Sally's new boyfriend, and uh, I don't fucking take Kylie to this shit. Right. I see you again type shit. And uh, you think he scares him, but then Clive O is like, nope. I've already seen dudes like this before. He's got that look in his eyes. He's going to make somebody. He's going to hurt somebody. Mm -hmm. So he follows him. And they go to Old Town. I hated that one part. They're like uh, n- a little nitpick is a uh, fucking converse. Like they're such a like a culture thing and yeah. they always pop up and the color pop is on his sh- shoes. They're red converse. And I just I don't know. He kills it. Little, though. I mean, yeah, he makes it work. But you know, why what? are they such a thing? It's the Sandlot, bro. The Sandlot and Dr. J, bro. Dr. J, Roy Converse, Larry Bird, Roy Converse. Magic Johnson wore covers. I mean, I just never understood the appeal. I don't find them all they were that just, attractive. They were like the Jordans before Jordans. Yeah. Like, they're the most recognizable shoe, you know? And then, like, because of movies like Sandlot and fucking Snoop and them wearing Converse and Crip walking and shit, like, they're just a staple of pop culture at this point. Fun fact, they make great weightlifting shoes, too, because they're so flat. I'm going to be honest, man. I've always liked the way they looked. I owned a pair in high school, and they are the most un-fucking-supporting shoes you've mm-hmm. ever... It's like walking on the fucking ground, almost. Yeah, that's why a lot of weightlifters use them for weightlifting, is because they're so flat. Yeah, like, I think I took a year off my back fucking walking <laughs> around in this fucking thing. Yes. I threw them That's away. why I never understood them, like, why they're so iconic. But that's that's just all I can think of. Yeah. It's just they've been used perfectly So many popular years, things, yeah. You know? But, uh, but anyway, so yeah, he chases them down and they go into old town and that's when they find, uh, she has to be the weakest part of this whole movie. I did not like her in this that much. If you notice, she's not in shit anymore. It's like they realized it. Gilmore girls, this, and then she fell off. Yeah. Because she's just not good. Alexis. By Dell. Yeah. So she's, uh, she's walking home. Like. And Benicio Del Toro's like creeping on her, riding up next to her all slow. Yeah, trying shit. to get him, get a piece, get some action. And she's like, not having it. She's like, nah, I'm good. And he's like, you know, there's nothing I can't stand more than being turned down by a hooker <laughs> when I got money yeah. in my pocket. I mean, he's not wrong, but, you know, it's up to them if they're working or not. But she is kind of talking shitty to him and he's got his people with him. So like, you know, he's like, not only are you telling me no, but you're embarrassing me in front of my fucking friends. Right. And apparently that's like a thing for him. <laughs> he does not like being embarrassed in front of his friends by women. So I think he like slaps the fuck out of her or something. And then she's like, Oh honey. No, no, no. He pulls his gun out on her. Oh, like he's going to kill her. And then, for some reason, I thought this was Lucy Lou. She is one of the baddest fucking bitches, though. Like, she is a fucking killer with that samurai sword. Yeah. Um. I can't say her name. Devon Akoi. She's the right here. But, yeah. Hey, no, it's Aoki. 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 Like Steve Aoki. Ah, I see. But, yeah, she's a fucking badass. She has this, like, swastika... <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's a big one in there because, like, uh, Michael Clark Duncan's got one and uh, a couple of the henchmen have them, you know? Mm-hmm. And even in uh, The Spirit, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, he's like, that's his whole thing. He's like a black Nazi in it. Really? Yeah. Like, he's a lot of swastika in those in that movie. I don't know if Frank Miller just, like, don't fuck with Nazis. Like, he just throws them in there whenever he can or what. Um, 
Well, it's the worst part of humanity, so... You ever notice that, though? They just really do, like, every movie, like, military, like, it's always Nazis are the bad guys. Yeah. Even the Indiana Jones movies, the Nazis. That's because you'll always agree with that. You'll never fight against it, because, like, you can't really... I think it's insensitive to use Afghans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah. A couple more years, then it'll all be... (laughs) I was going to say... Well, you remember before we got into the Middle Eastern war and shit like that, like, it was always terrorists. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was always terrorists in movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, Iron or Man. Russians. The, Iron Man, the first one. That's the one is Russians for a long time. Yeah, Russians. I think we got burnt out on Russians. We're like, we'll just do Germans for a while. Yeah, we'll do that. You know, we just, we cycle through. Yeah, we cycle through. We cycle through in Hollywood. And they do the uh, uh, African Pirates. Oh, I yeah. see those. Those Smolians. pop up. Yeah, Smolians. Those, those are coming out more. Yeah, we just cycle through our races, but yeah, the Nazis come up the most, but just because they're so universally hated. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good, uh, everybody could get behind. Yeah, it's a safe, that. yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, she shops out, she just starts chopping these motherfuckers up left and right, and, uh. That's when they, Clive Owen is going through their pockets, because that's what you do when you kill somebody, you gotta go through their pockets and take all their shit. shit. That's when he finds out that they're actually cops. Not just a cop, but a hero cop. And that's a weird twist, because he's a hero cop, but he also beats the fuck out of women. Like, I don't know. Well, it's like painting the picture that, like, even the good guys are good guys in in Sin City. Yeah. And, uh, you think that, like, Clive Owen is just, like, you know, you know, some dude that's, like, whatever, but he's, like, the leader of the of the prostitutes, uh, Grace, or what was her name? It starts with a G. Rosario. Gail. Gail. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So Gail and him have a have a past, and she like wanted him to like run the shit with him, and he was like, "Nah, that ain't me." So like, he's like, "Look, because we're old friends, I'll help you out. Like, I'll get rid of these bodies and shit. Take them to the pits." The La Brea Tar Pit type shits they have in Sin City. And uh, they're like, the truck's not big enough for all of them. He's like, we'll put old boy up front with me. Right. And then put the rest of the truck. So that's when uh, he's driving and his psychosis kind of kicks in. And uh, Benicio Del Toro's like telling him like, you're going to get caught and this and that. And he's got the barrel of a gun sticking out of his head, and Clive Owen slams on the fucking brakes. <laughs> slams it into his skull even further. <laughs> to, like, shut up an already dead guy, which yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. was a good touch. <laughs> so, of course, inevitably, he gets pulled over. And, uh, you know, shit don't go right. And he ends up... Uh, well, he runs out of gas, and he has to, like, push the car a, a mile <laughs> before the tar pits. And that's when you find the... The assassins or whatever they are right and uh he thinks he's about to he's about to die because oh that's right it's those fucking uh irish dudes yeah they all one of them uses bombs the other ones you know they all got their thing right uh switching up my boy chips from sons of anarchy in there plays <laughs> the bomb guy i love him in that so he thinks he's about to die and then sure enough uh fucking suki or whatever her name is she shows up in time. Miho. Deadly little Miho. Yeah. God, dude. She's such a badass she in this is. movie. She kills a couple of them, too, I believe. And then they get him out, but that's there's only like one left. Yeah, they leave one alive. Yeah. 
So he goes down there and uh, he ends up blowing himself up, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. So they get back there, but like somehow the cops still find out, right? Somebody finds out because they come down there. I just watched this last night. I know, right? I forgot about this part. Well, I know that he took one of the bombs and put it in the guy's mouth. That's right. And then uh, that's when he's going to meet up with uh, Michael Clunk Duncan's character. The and uh, Oh, no, that's what it is. They go back to Old Town and they've got Gale yeah. locked down. Right. And they're saying, oh, they're like, we'll gonna- do a trade. We're going to fucking blame this on y'all so that we can finally shut this shithole down. The mm-hmm. cops can shut it down. And, uh, and that's when uh, they bring the cops and the fucking cops get massacred. Like fucking Clavo and them. Yeah, I do love that shot where all the hookers are standing on the, <laughs> on the fucking rooftops just mowing them down. He goes, yeah, he's got like a really cool speech. He's like, uh, when he's narrating, he's like, the cops don't realize the mistake they've made. They don't run it. They don't run it in Old Town. The girls do. And then it just shows them all fucking just. He looks over and Gail's just like looking hot and dangerous. Just blowing the fucking cops. He's like, and I love her so much. Like, fuck Brittany Murphy's character at this point. Yeah, because what's her name was the snitch. That's why. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. She's like, they threatened my mom. Yeah. I think I'm going to let her know that her mom's a fucking, or her daughter's a hooker. And then I love it because she takes a fucking chunk out of her face. Mm-hmm. You stupid little bitch. We were gonna protect her. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's where that's where the cops come from. Is because she. Uh, oh, dude, and how snitch. fucked up is a Michael Clark Duncan fucking squeezing her face? You can like hear the bones in her head, like starting to crack and shit. Like, because that's how fucking strong his hands mm-hmm. is. Uh, shout out to a legend, man. There's a uh, there's a part in Game of Thrones. I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, but uh, see Game of Thrones. The mountain. Shut up. The mountain. <laughs> the mountain gets a hold of this guy oh like crushes and his head. crushes his skull like puts his his thumbs in his eyes and yeah. just like completely crushes the skull Ugh. i've seen it it's fucked up it's <laughs> i love that show <laughs> you saw it but you didn't experience it super cuts <laughs> what do you mean i experienced the greatest parts of that show no didn't you didn't get sit the, through the bullshit you didn't get the build up you didn't get the emotional payoff you just sit there like that's cool. Like you act like you know what's going on. That's like cool. a little poser. Well, I mean, I just saw all the shit I needed to see. <laughs> you know? I um, thought it was a good trade, man, honestly. <laughs> you know, I traded in 18 hours of fucking dialogue. It got just the beat. <laughs> just the beat, baby. Saw the dragons. Saw the swords. You know, it was good shit. The magic. The blood magic. I know what I'm going to do on the podcast now. <laughs> We're going to go through each season of Game of Thrones and you have to watch... The season before you come over. Yeah, that's not those fair. are going to be that's my beats. Those are going to be my picks. You can't do a whole season of a show, bro. That's I like, can do like two ep- movies at once. Do two episodes at a time. It's two hours. It's about the length of a movie. Make you watch Game of Thrones. The rest of 2022 <laughs> is just Game of Thrones review. You keep fucking around. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so yeah, funny. this one we get back to. Uh, um, we go back to Hardigan. Yeah, he's locked up. He's been locked up for eight years. Little girl's been sending him letters, but she's keeping it, you know, vague so they don't know who it is that's sending him the letters. And then they stop coming. Yeah, and he thinks that uh, 
he thinks that they've got her or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he like. Uh, well, yeah, they he opens one of the envelopes and it has a finger in it, right. and it like is a girl's finger that would be about the age. Because he's just rotten in prison, yeah, and he's okay with it. Like he's just like as long as she's like, safe. As long yeah. as she's safe, he tells her not to write or whatever. But she comes up with like a little moniker, like Cordelia. And, uh, oh, that's right. Because he uh, he finally signs the confession, and do they just let you out when you do that? Is that like a thing? I think that was the whole point. They just wanted him to, because uh, he was like a disgraced cop. Yeah. In the senator Powers Booth, man, he plays a good maniacal motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, his eyes, the way they make him look like he's like a fucking demon in a human body. <laughs> right. Like, they do it way more in the second one. Oh yeah. He's like the big bad of the second one, but uh, he's like, I haven't fixed that fucking heart problem of yours just to make sure you can suffer a little bit longer. And uh, that's when they start going to fucking work on him. Uh, see why Tammy looks at you like that? Because you're a piece of shit, kid killer. He goes, She maybe even let you have a shot at her, but you're a piece of shit. It just <laughs> goes back to fucking beating the fuck out of him. Uh, so his wife like leaves him and shit. Yeah. Like, they lead him out because like he's he's pretty much dead anyways. You yeah. Know? Well, uh, he tracks down Nancy mm-hmm. and it's Jessica Alba, and like he's just trying to save her. He realizes he fucks up because he sees that she's safe, and he's like, "Oh, they set a trap. And they, they led, led me here." Her. So yeah. you, that's when you meet the yellow bastard. Yellow bastard. <laughs> that's what they call him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, and like that's what you were talking about. We were talking about earlier with the smell, and like you almost feel like you could smell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> taste it. That was funny. <laughs> this is true. Uh, and he like uh, beats the shit out of Bruce Willis and takes her. Mm-hmm. So one last hurrah, you know. Bruce is gonna go save the day. Boy, well, uh, he. I like that part. He uh, ties him up, lets him strangle himself to death right he's able to pull himself together like hold your neck tight old man yeah <laughs> i like that part gives himself a good uh what we call it mm-hmm. gives pep, pep talk, talk. Yeah. so yeah he gets out of the the noose and tracks him down he's got her at a warehouse and like jessica alba she ain't giving old boy what he wants isn't he like, back at the farm is that where it is i don't know that's what Something i thought like, it was yeah, it's it, like tying everything together right so he takes him back to the farm Oh, you'll fucking scream. They all fucking scream. And she's just taking it, dude. Yeah, he's whipping the shit out of her. And she's like, get in there. He was right. You can't get it up if I don't scream. (laughs) So finally, uh, Bruce Willis busted that bitch. And he's like, I take both. He says, I take his weapons. Both Both of them. Yeah. He rips his fucking dick and balls. I don't know whose dick and balls looks like that, but. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, it was nasty. Well, I mean, what they had to do to keep him alive, I guess, which yeah. I don't understand that. Like, so to give him a fucking hand and dick and balls, they had to turn him yellow. <laughs> what like, happened is he shot his dick off. So they had to like formulate this thing to like have him grow a new dick. But it caused him to come become yellow and like stink and mutate. Because his dad is like so desperate for like a grandkid. Yeah. And I guess that's his only son. And, uh, How fucked up is it to know your kid is a fucking like monster and just protecting him? Well, you kind of get the indication in this one, but when you see 
they kind of explore Powers Booth character a lot, but the senator mm-hmm. in the second one, you see like, oh, this is just another day at the fucking office for this guy. Mm. Like he's a he's a sick fuck himself. Yeah. So it's kind of like he just looks at it like collateral damage. Like oh, I got to take care of my fucking son. You know how he is, right? So, but yeah, Bruce Willis gets the satisfied ending. Yeah, I like that he's like I keep I keep punching until I was punching floor, like. Yeah, or pushing just braid matter, skull fragments of concrete, some yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> and uh, he tells he tells Nancy like, "Hey, you gotta go. Like, you'll never be safe around me." And mm-hmm. shit like that. That's when he realizes, as long as he's alive, they can always track her down. So, fucking offs himself. Cool, cool silhouette. It is too. a cool silhouette. I loved it. Uh, it just it's a good fitting ending for it. Uh. You know that's the thing though? Like, I never got this, and even watching it through this time, like Josh Hartnett's character makes like what what was the whole point of that scene? I think it was just a setup. I mean though, but like it wasn't cool. like, like it, no, the girl he kills is nobody important. So like, they shot that as like a pilot ah. to show you know what it's gonna look like and everything like that. So they shot that before they did anything else to like give like a, a presentation of what the film was going to look like. But I think it was just like an opening scene, like right. Sin City's fucked up and just it getting you ready you, for the yeah. mo- movie. It wasn't meant to be like tie into anything. Cause I thought about it. Like even in the second one, they don't, they don't go back to it. They don't hint on it anymore. Mm-hmm. Anything like that. So it was just always a wonder for me why we never got more into that character yeah. versus all the others. Yeah. I just, I think it was just set up, but, uh, I still had a lot of fun with it. I still enjoy the shit out of this movie. I was surprised at how much I still liked it. Because, like I said, this is one of those movies you watch once and you don't really revisit it often. I don't think I've seen it since I bought it when it came out in 2005, if I'm being completely honest. I used to, like, if it was on, I'd watch it for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of one of those things, like, wherever you catch it, Mm -hmm. like, I could watch it through the end. But this was the first time in a while that I've watched it all the way through. And, uh... It's still great, man. Yeah, I was surprised how much I still like this movie. I still love the style. The style holds up right. to today. Like, they did such a good job with it. Um, the stories hold up. I love the neo-noir, you know, on steroids. Well, for my pick next week, we're going to do the second one. Oh, really? <laughs> I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, I want to fuck with him so, like, this whole time. Like, yeah, we're just doing the game to kill for I was thinking that. Um, I was like, he's going to give me the second one, isn't he? No, but the movie I do want to do is so fucking awesome that, like, watching this made me want to do this one, though. I see. Um, I want to do Logan. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to break off from the comedy. And uh, I just, I've been really wanting to watch it. And I was like, two birds, one stone, you know? Yeah. That's what I do on this podcast. If there's, like, a movie I've been wanting to watch, I'll just do it on the podcast, so. Because it's, like, it's the swan song for Hugh Jackman. And it's the Wolverine movie we all wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's the only gripe is it's it's the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want more, but there's no more. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I it's one I haven't watched in a while, and I, I want to get back into it. So, we're going to do Logan. Oh, yeah. What do you uh, rate Sin City? Giving it a lot of thought. And uh, it's an 8-6. It's an 8-6 all day. Yeah. It's really good. Uh Still love the way it looks. Still love the way it shot, acted. Beautiful movie. I think this movie feels most like a comic book movie. 
Right. And it, and it, it, uh, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice addition in the genre, but it's not like, like you said, it's not MCU. It's not mm-hmm. DC. Like it's its own thing. And that's what makes it cool. Yeah. Cause these came out before the comic book movie boom. Yeah. Like, like they were like, like treading on yeah. water. Like, well, we don't know what to do with these. So they were just being very experimental. And this is like highly recommended. Like, but I think everyone's seen Sin City. <laughs> I think it's one of those movies that everyone has seen at least once. I think it got a lot of people into Frank Miller, which is awesome. Because mm-hmm. I was one of those people, like, I was like, it's Frank Miller guy. And then I started reading all the Frank Miller comics. Actually, that. I think you're right. Because I didn't start reading graphic novels until I... had the Dark Knight Returns and all that out for a while, man. Before yeah, because, people started reading it. Because I uh, this came out, and then the Dark Knight came out. And uh, people were like, yeah, it's some of it's based off of Frank Miller's Batman. Uh, so that's when I got really obsessed with Batman and was buying Batman graphic novels. And I was buying Frank Miller's graphic novels, like the Man Without Fear and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think this was my jumping off point into Frank Miller, too. Now that you say that. Yeah, because like I said, there's not a single character that he's taken on that I was just like, oh, he didn't do a good job on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I own a lot of his of his work. Especially his Batman work. Yeah, I have like most of his Batmans, and I don't have all the Year One, but I have all the Dark Knights, uh, Returns, uh, the sequel mm-hmm. trilogy. I have all of those. Um, I have Man Without Fear. I have his Wolverine run, which is fucking awesome. So what's the what's the difference between having like the individual comics and then just buying the graphic novel? It just really depends on how you collect. Uh, some people like having it in single issue form, mm-hmm. uh, like year one. That's a big one. Like as far as Batman issues go, those are like probably the newer issues that people still really pay top dollar for because it's Frank Miller issue. Um, the Dark Knight, all the trilogy. I have the first two in volumes mm-hmm. in the graphic novels, and then the third one I have all in single issues. I see. And I think it just depends on how you collect. Like for me, it's easier just to have one book with everything in it than yeah. to have twelve issues spread out or eight or however many it is. Because that's how I always did it. I just bought the graphic novels, so I had all of them. I just didn't know if there was like much of a difference in buying the runs or the book. Well, certain issues, like uh, like like if you bought the Dark Knight all in single issue, like obviously the last issue, the one where he fights Superman, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. Like that's the big one. Like that's the that's the issue that everybody wants the most out of those. So right. like that one booms up in value or I whatever. Yeah, like I said, it's just it's personal preference. Like I some see, people like saying they have every single issue, and then some people are just like I have the story. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think if you're like one of those people that like to read things over again, like myself, it's easier to have it in the fucking yeah all together. Yeah. I see. But uh, I want to get that last Ronin. Which is about the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. All of them die. And there's only one left, and it's just him. And he's just like he's got all the weapons, and he's like avenging his brother's death. Like it looks cool as shit. Oh shit, it does sound good. It's four issues. They released three, and then like two years later, they just released the last issue of it. Oh like, yeah, a couple months ago. <laughs> and uh, it's expensive as shit. Is it? I get it, but I'll probably find it on Amazon or something. <laughs> Got some movies? Got some birthday movies? Yeah, I got some birthday movies. I uh, Shout out to my guy. It's his birthday, y'all. Make sure y'all uh, tell him happy birthday in the comments. Of course, y'all won't hear this till next week. So. Yeah, old man. It'll be a belated, belated birthday, birthday wishes. 
Um, yeah, I just I didn't get anything special. I just got, I see steel books though. Yeah, I got a got one in the mail that I had pre ordered for like a couple of months, and then I found one at the mall, and then I just bought. So, like I said, I've been into like crime noir movies. This one, Last Samurai, it's about a hitman that uh he gets caught in the middle of an act and he's trying to secure his alibi to try to get away with his hit um it's an old movie from like the 1960s and i got the criterion just because 1967 yeah looks cool yeah that's i thought it was a cool little story because in my story that i'm writing i think i'm trying to mess with the idea of a hitman so everybody loves a good hitman story right you never go wrong there um i went up to fye I didn't find anything, but I went ahead and bought this one because I pick it up every time I go there, and then I put it back down. <laughs> you were tired of putting it down. Huh? I was tired of putting it down. Oh, bro! It's the casino steel How, book. Look, that was an add to court. Yeah, every time. Like I don't even know why you fucked around. I don't like. know, but I finally just said fuck it and got it. So now I have uh, Goodfellas and Casino. I'm not on gonna steel lie, book. I thought it would be bigger, like a like a bigger you know cover. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it's just a Blu-ray, but. I think it's a cool steel book, so I, I mean it's, I said fuck it. It's a fucking fantastic movie. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. So I went ahead and got that one. And then I got this one in the mail. It's a new release. It's four K. Fucking Oh yeah. Heat. Oh yeah. Heat on four K. Gotta get steel that. Steelbook. So I'm pretty I was excited to get this one in the mail. What a big fucking ass. <laughs> He is like the best crime movie ever made. I'm so glad we did that episode. I know. I was telling the wife, I was like, it's a shame we already did it. <laughs> I could have rewatched Heat. I mean, we're doing Heat again. Baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> heat number two. Um, no, these are just ones that I'm giving you to add to the pile. So my old uh, version yeah, of yeah. Heat. And then I forgot I had this one. So <laughs> I got the 4K steelbook of uh, Americans, American Psycho back it. in the day or a few months ago. So. Yeah, I might keep that one. I don't think I have it. I'll add American Psycho to the pile, or just you can have it because I could take all these movies to the swap meet and get a dollar for them a piece, but or you can fifty cent a piece, bro. Fifty cent a piece. <laughs> I just I need to cleanse out the old DVDs. That's really what it is, bro. I got I'm upgrading to 4K and DVD. I went to the flea market. Today. I was rather. so upset. There, there was nothing out there. Yeah, not not like how I normally do. Mm-hmm. I got a couple of McDonald's toys. You know, that were cool. Some of the Tiny Toons, you know, the ones I've been collecting. I found a couple of those, and I found uh, a Robin Hood, the Disney Robin Hood. Right. I found the, the Funko Pop for that, and I got that for my daughter. Oh, she yeah. like it? Uh, she, col- she, she, like, she sees that I've been starting to collect pops lately, because, like, I don't know why, man, but on TikTok and, like, places, like, people just, like, like groups of that collect certain things, like they've just taken me in because like I'm the collector. So they're just like, oh, this guy's one of us. Yeah. And like the Funko community, the Pokeball community, shit like that. Like they all, I got people. Over. You're finding your your niche. I, I just have like friends that a lot that are broad collectors. That's the know? things you're going to don't get too broad or else you're going to run out of fucking things to buy. You know what I mean? Oh, I'll never run out of things to buy. It's I mean, like out of places to put the shit. Like my wife's getting ready to leave my ass. There's <laughs> shit everywhere. She looked at it the other day. She's like, "Your room gives me a panic attack." I was like, "What?" She was like, "If I look at any of the walls, it gives me a fucking panic attack because it's like 
how much more shit can you stuff in here? Yeah. I was like, well, we're going to find out. <laughs> I, <clears throat> I uh, rearranged some stuff. So I tried to give myself a little bit of room to wiggle, a little mm-hmm. bit of room to play. And now I have all my Batmobiles on the floor. So it's like an MTV Cribs episode with all my Batmobiles. It's just, just like, you're a fucking child. Like, yeah. So? <laughs> you have your hobby. You fucking married me. So This is true. But like, I would say the pop collection, man, it went from like five to like 40 now. Like, God. Yeah, I went to, when I went to FYE, their whole back wall is Funko Pop. I know, bro, but like, they be taxing on the motherfuckers. Like, you know what pisses me off? Tighten up FYE, by the way, uh, if y'all are listening. They're sale pops, which are a great price, man. Five, six bucks for a pop in the box is, is a good deal. But they put a gigantic fucking sale sticker over the fucking, over the front of the window. Like, but how am I getting that off? Yeah, yeah. Without ruining this shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you collect in box, they ain't the place to go. Like, unless you're buying the $25 one, which they got some cool shit, but like, man, I just ain't paying $25 for a fucking Funko Pop. Right. That's not even the shit I collect like that. <laughs> You know me, bro. I'm I'm a sucker for a good deal. Like, <laughs> I went to a fucking Hot Topic like a couple months ago. I got three pops for $10. Oh, shit. Because they were on sale. They were just giving them fucking things away. Yeah, that's there's a uh, a story of a guy. I, I forgot what he was selling, but he started to sell Funko Pops, and they sold really, really well. So he was like switching his inventory from what he was originally selling to Funko Pops, and then they just didn't sell as well. And they're like, why do you have so many Funko Pops? He's like... There was a big boom, and now oh, they just don't sell, and I can't get rid of these fucking things. I mean, like I said, there's definitely a uh, like people that I know that collect. Like I got guys that I just don't understand. Like yeah. I understand collecting like the ones you like or that have like some kind of like sentimental value or. But see, I think that's what your it favorite start- characters. That's what I said. I think that's what it starts for for most people. But then, like, you get it to the point where you want to complete shit. Like I want to complete a set. Like, I want to complete this set. Now I want to complete this set. And then it turns from just buying the ones that you really like to, like, now nah, I have to have all of them. They are the new age uh, Beanie Babies. That's what everybody keeps saying, man. But, like, they're just, I can't explain it, bro. Like, I was the same way. For the longest time, I was like, bro, I'm not buying any of those. I'm not buying any of those. Because I already collect so much shit. Mm. But then they just start looking at you, bro, with those <laughs> big black eyes. And then you're just like, it's only five bucks. Like, it's only a couple bucks. There's a dude out there today at the flea market, bro. Like, he bought all these, he bought every Funko Pop there was, this lady had. And she wanted like 10 bucks a piece. And these boxes were falling apart, dude. And he bought all of them. I was like, bro, what could you have, what could you, what could reason could you want all those? Because mm-hmm. like, they were falling apart in the bag. She like put them in this big bag for him. And I just remember like, just watching the boxes just slowly turning to dust. That's when you know you have a problem is when you're buying just to buy. I mean, I guess it's his money. He looked happy as shit. Like, yeah. it was Christmas to him. So I was like, you know what, bro? More power to you. If it makes you happy, you do it. But I, I just don't understand it. Like, no, I, no, I, collect, I collect the physical media because I'll always have it. Like, if these streaming services decide to get rid of a movie, I can always go on my shelf and pull it out and watch it. But Funko Pops is kind of like just... That's how, I, that's how I am with the movies, bro. Like, I don't want movies. Like, I mean, I get them every now and then if it's something I've been looking for, but I try not to even, like, get into the mo- look into the movies, and I still bought four today. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know? It's, you, like, it's always something I need. What'd like, you something get? I don't have. I got The Killing Joke. Oh, uh, yeah. On DVD. Uh, got that for 50 cents. It was almost good. They wouldn't have added the fucking Batgirls 
but it would have been You're perfect. Right. If I don't know if you've ever seen this, this is probably one of the best worst movies I've ever seen in my life, bro. It's got Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson, and it's not White Man Can't Jump. It's the other movie they made together. What is the name of it? It's called Money Trade. I've heard of it's it. Got I a never... young J Lo playing the love interest, playing Wesley's love interest. <laughs> is that what we're doing next? No, but like we should have. <laughs> I know we're doing Logan. Right, right. But right, anyways, right. I'd never see this fucking movie on DVD, and I saw it today, so I grabbed it. Like that was fifty cent, and uh, <laughs> I got a steel book for a dollar. Elysium, oh, Matt Damon. That's one of the that director's worst movie, but I liked it. No, I like. I didn't it, think it was but great, but like I thought it was different. It's just yeah. For a Matt Damon movie, it was pleasantly surprising. It was just heavy handed on yeah. the like the rich versus the poor thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. very like made me roll my eyes, but I still enjoy it. It's still a good film. I love that fucking guy from uh, uh, District Nine. That that the the guy that plays the bad guy in it. Mm-hmm. I think he's fucking great, man. Yeah, you know it's the same director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, he directed that shit. Yeah, he did District 9, Chappie, and Elysium. That's right. Chappie did. I didn't really like Chappie very much. Yeah. But And then he did a horror movie that people bag on. Really? I haven't seen it, but... I love District 9, though. I think yeah. that's really District good. 9 is amazing, but he just hasn't been able to capture that. Fuck, he ought to do a sequel. I think that at all of his movies, that was the one that people were like, fuck, we could use a District 10. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I got it for a buck. Uh, Steelbook. And then I got uh I'm a sucker for a still book. I feel like I bought another one, but I'm not sure what it was. <laughs> I don't know. But I think that might have been it. I might have got one more. I thought I forgot four, but either way. But yeah, I was just like, you know, for a steel book for a buck. That was the first thing I bought. So I was like, oh, it's gonna be a good day. And then I didn't find shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the rest of it, dude. But I don't know. I got my steps in. And, uh, you know, I got to sweat a little bit, so that's always a good thing. Yeah. Get some you, fresh air. You need to go home and watch Prey. I am going to watch Prey today. Yeah. For sure. So we can talk about it. And then, uh, yeah, then we can talk about it next week, for sure. <laughs> I was going to go to the movies for my birthday, but that movie Bullet Train is out. You know, there was like three mo- only three movies playing. Everybody the keeps theater. talking about that bullet train, bro. I just, I just not super interested. Thank you. Like, I know it should be like, it's supposed to be good. And it's all. a stylized crime. Right. With Brad Pitt. And it seems 20 years too late. <laughs> like, it feels like it should have came out in the early, late 2000s. I feel like it'd be one of those ones. Like, if it'll catch it on a streaming service for free, I'll watch it. Same, but I don't want to go to the theater and see it. Yeah. I think the next movie I'll probably see in theaters will be like Black Adam. <laughs> Black Adam. If I'm being honest. <laughs> Let though. me know how it is. Yeah. I'm not going to go. No, dude. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't like The Rock, bro, like fucking Pierce Brosnan looks so badass as Dr. Fate. Like, <laughs> I can't wait to see that. It's not that I don't like The Rock. I just, I just don't care. Right. I told you I'm done with the superhero thing. Yeah. There's not too many more big time like comic book movies this year. I don't think mm-hmm. we already got Thor. We already got, uh, I think that's all we had. <laughs> DC's supposed to do one. They got Black Adam, but I think they got, uh, they already did Super Pets, but that's a kid's movie. Yeah. I want to say the Spider-Verse movie comes out at the end of the year. I might be wrong. Mm, I don't know. There'll be a couple, though. Yeah. Did Doctor Strange come out this year? 
Yeah, it did. That was good. Because I went and seen it. That's right, yeah. I like that strange. one. That was a good one. It's eh. Out of all the, the new Marvel movies, I think it's been the best one. Like Phase 4 or whatever the fuck they're calling it. 5 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I think it's been the best out of those. It was it was okay. I watched uh, No Way Home with my son the other night and uh, still enjoyed it. No Way Home. Which yeah, one is that? The one with all three of them. Oh, 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 right, right, right. The newest one. Yeah, I got that Steelbook. It was really good. I liked it. It was you got fun. Steelbook? I found it, at the, found it at a yard sale for a buck. Really? Already? It was regular, though. Uh, I see. That was like the $15 one at Walmart. Yeah. For a buck, fuck, I'll buy it. <laughs> I got that and I got the, because uh, I was only missing like, I've only missing like three or four movies for the entire, and then I have like every comic book movie ever made. Like, oh, wow. And I was missing two of the Spider-Man. Actually, three of the Spider-Man. I got uh, No Way Home, Far From Home, and the Spider-Verse. And then I got... Uh, the only ones I'm missing, I don't have Eternals. I don't have either of the Doctor Stranges. I got to get those. But I think that's about it. I have all the Ant-Mans, all the Guardians, all that shit. Mm. The only one, other one that I bought was uh, John Wick 2 because I didn't have the physical copy of it. I had the digital, so I saw it up at FYE for like... See, I have, it's weird. I have I have the first two John Wicks on Blu-ray, but I don't have the third one. I got to get that one. <laughs> you don't but like I, them. But I found them both for a dollar at the flea market. Like, who's not going to buy that for a dollar, bro? Anytime you get a Blu-ray for a dollar and you don't own it, why not buy it? Like, that's what I think. Even if you don't like it. Yeah, because I mean, in worst case scenario, if you're like, fuck this movie, you just give it to you. Like, <laughs> that's what I love about John Wick. It's one of those movies that you can just put on and just have fun with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the plot. Just watch this guy fucking run through an army of dudes. Yeah. Like, I get it. Sometimes you just want to turn your brain off. Give me some blood shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about Logan because, like, that's the Wolverine movie that we wanted for fucking 20 years. Yeah, that's a movie I really gave it to us. I didn't know I needed to rewatch, but I'm excited to do it. I was really close to asking, like, maybe we should do the noir because they have the Logan noir. I don't have it, though. You don't have it? Mm-mm. If you bought the Blu-ray, it comes with it. No, not mine. Really? Yeah. Damn. I mean, I'll have to double check, but I don't think it has it. Well, that's fine. We watched the colored one. I've never watched the black and white one, but they say it like adds to it. Mm hmm. Uh, if I have it, I'll check it out. It makes it more look like like a Western, I guess is what they say. Well, that's like Mad Max too, the Chrome edition. <laughs> yeah. It, it was supposed to be in black and white, but they wouldn't green light it until he made it color. So. so I wanted to buy the black and Chrome edition. So is he not going to be in the second one? The Wasteland? Is Tom Hardy not going to be in it? I think I, I'm not sure. Because I feel like somebody told me the other day that he's not playing it. He's not in it. Probably not. Because it's about um, Furiosa. Furiosa. It's literally called Furiosa. Oh, Wasteland is the. Right. Yeah, I think she might be taking the helm. I mean, she was cool, but like I've already killed that shit. He did. The whole the whole thing, top to bottom, the direction, her, and I love Charlize Theron. Don't get me wrong, man. She's she's a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. But I just think they would have made a better team. I think so too. I guess we'll see. I guess we will. Yeah. I find it hard to believe Tom walking away from that money. You know what I mean? Like, that's good money right there. Yeah. And, then, like, that's one of those characters that, like, he keep going. It lives back. on forever, yeah. Exactly. Like, you're the second iteration, and people don't even think about that. They yeah, he's he... like the James Bond of uh, post-apocalyptic characters. For real, though. Yeah. 
You just keep going with it, switch about actors? Well, that's the whole thing about that, because it's set in a world that really doesn't have a time, or you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you could go on for however long you want it to, as exactly. long as you come up with different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. You just gotta come up with little stories. That's another one, too. Like, it doesn't always have to be movies. Like, they could do a Mad Max series, and that would be good. As long as you did it somewhere like HBO, or, you know what I mean? Somewhere where you could, like, be rated R with it. I wouldn't be mad at it. Watching a Mad Max. I started watching Punisher again. Series. Oh, so good. It's weird that it's on Disney because you yeah. said something about like them yeah. editing it. It's still gory as fuck. So I think they left it alone. I think they're like just fit, letting people warm up to like because like obviously if they do Deadpool three, they got to do a rated R. <laughs> so like you're just warming people up to it. Like we got we got we got bad shit too. Yeah, we don't like advertise it, but it's on there. Like <laughs> I, my whole thing is is like if you set the account up. Like, cause mine is like, if you want to go under my name, cause I can watch anything, obviously you have to put in a pin. Yeah. And if my kids watch Disney plus it's, it's only like shit from like PG down or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, just set it up like that. Like if you want to watch the rated R stuff, you got to be an adult Yeah. and let the kids enjoy the kid shit. Right. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be all or nothing, but <laughs> they're a billion dollar corporation for a reason. They'll figure it out. Yeah. But I'm glad Punisher's on there. I started watching it because I love that series. I'm so excited for some more Daredevil, man. They like got three things he's going to be in. He's going to be in She-Hulk. They got his own series coming. Supposed to show up at this Echo show. like. <laughs> and I think that guy, uh, Charlie, whatever his name is, the one that plays Daredevil mm-hmm. for the Netflix show. Nah. Yeah, he's perfect. It's like they pulled that guy out of the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he looks just like a Matt Murdock, dude. Kills it. That fucking She-Hulk looks awful, though. I don't know how to feel about it. Like, Why? I just it feels awful. It looks like it'll be fun, like no. a fun show, but like I just don't know if I care. I get no good feelings off of that at all. The way it looks, the way it feels, it look, yeah, bad feelings all around. I think that will be, I don't know, it'll be one of those ones I'll have to see. But I still haven't watched all the uh, all the other ones. Like I watched America, or I watched The Winter Soldier. Falcon, and then I watched uh, What If, and then I watched some of Loki. I didn't even finish Loki, but everybody talks about Loki like it was the greatest thing. And then I never even saw WandaVision. Like, I didn't even care about that. I didn't even look at that. <laughs> well, they said you were supposed to watch WandaVision before you saw the Dan- Doctor Strange into the... Yeah, which, I mean, they really, like, I didn't I didn't feel like I missed out on anything. Yeah, it's the you same. I was like, ah, I got the gist of it. She, she loves her kids. She took over a town, got it. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, try to bring her boyfriend back from the dead. Right. Makes sense. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess you'll have to see it until let me know, because I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, there's a... Marvel's always got... Like, they're, they're trying to put too much of the TV. They ain't doing the movies. Well, like. that's what... I was thinking about this. So TV is so fucking popular. But how often do you go back and rewatch series? Rarely ever. Rarely ever, right. But I will go back and rewatch a movie. Right. So because it's the difference between when you sit down and you ingest a whole story in an hour and a half mm-hmm. versus 10 fucking episodes, that's 10 hours yeah. of a story. So like you just, you, you don't have that kind of time on your hands. Right. You know and that's what, I, mean? what I was telling the wife. Um, like breaking bad is like one of the best shows ever made, but how often am I going to go back and rewatch that? I own all of it on DVD too. That's like crazy thing. Yeah. But I still don't go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be honest, as far as TV shows goes, there's only like three shows I've ever gone back and rewatched the whole thing. Sopranos, 
and uh, Boardwalk Empire. I watched that over again just because I I gave up on it. And I was like, I want to finish this fucking thing. I rewatched Lost, but just because the wife never seen it, so I wanted her to watch it. I rewatched Breaking Bad with her. I've rewatched Game of Thrones. And I rewatched uh, not the whole show, but I rewatched the last couple seasons of Sons of Anarchy. Just <laughs> I thought it was badass. I put on the first episode the other day. Because I was like, people keep telling me I'd like this. I fucking don't. I'm not interested. It's it's like, it's a little slow to start with, but it's pretty much like Sopranos with Biker Gang. That's what everyone says, but yeah. that first episode didn't grab me. I was like, oh, they lost all their guns. I don't care. Oh, dude, it gets fucking good. Yeah, like, I bet, but I just don't. It's like you and Game of Thrones. Right. Like, I don't want to, like, give me the highlights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, it's got plenty. It does plenty. It. Yeah, yeah, you can pull up kills for days, son, season <laughs> by season. That's the one thing I liked the most about this show. There was not a shortage of bodies on that bitch, for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. It's like anything else. It takes a little bit. They are Justified's coming back with uh, Timothy Oliphant. Really? Yeah, they're doing a new, uh, like I think it's like six, seven episodes. I bought the first season on DVD because Mick would not stop talking about how good it was. Never got around to watching it. First season, second season, fucking the shit, bro. Best yeah. best show that was on TV at the time. Three and four, not bad, but I don't know. I didn't enjoy it as much. But the first, the second season is the best. Yeah. Yeah, it's when he goes, goes at it with the other family that's been in Kentucky like the whole time. Mm-hmm. Fucking cool. Which is kind of like a weird concept. It's a cowboy in the modern day. So mm-hmm. it's just like a really. Oh, Ray give us a bad motherfucker way. <laughs> The U.S. Marshal Raylan Givens. Well, people won't stop talking about Yellowstone, so. Ah, dude, they say Kevin Costner kills it on that shit, bro. I cannot get away from Yellowstone. So. There's, there's a bunch of people on that one, too. But yeah, I hear about it all the time. Fuck, even the one 1899 or whatever, it's like the prequel to that show. People <laughs> love that shit. Like, <laughs> that's the thing, and they're all on a different fucking streaming service, bro, and I just can't keep doing this shit. Yeah, right. Like, I'm not getting Paramount and fucking... Uh, the the BBC or whatever the fuck and like <laughs> I forgot what that one's on but it's got another fucking it might be on Paramount now that I'm thinking about it but like yeah you're bleeding us dry with these streaming services you put the shit oh Apple TV is another one mm-hmm. like I'm not doing an Apple TV one too yeah because they have their like original show and you can't watch it unless you and I know in the one fucking show like I would love to watch is Ted Lasso like I loved. <laughs> When they use Jason Sudeikis. And when I saw those commercials, I was like, this guy should have his own fucking show. And sure enough, bro, 10 years later, they did it. I was like, these motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> but I'm not going to get a whole service for one show. Bro. Yeah. That's, that's crazy talk. Right. That's just YouTube. We canceled our Netflix. Did you? Yeah. Damn. I like, I like Netflix. But then again, a lot of the shows that I loved on Netflix are over now. So. Yep. Same. Ozark. Finished up, which yeah. still haven't finished. Still haven't finished. <laughs> Did I'm you not gonna you? wait with my. I'm not gonna wait for my wife anymore. I'm just gonna watch it. Yeah, I was so. gonna say you can't leave me over here yeah. hanging. I know we gotta we gotta talk about it. I'm gonna have to rewatch it to remember what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking forgetting now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'll get that done. All right. Well, I guess uh, I don't have much more. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm good. All right. Well, I guess until next time, Logan. Logan. Until then. Later, y'all. Later.